Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. And welcome to another episode of Chatty Broads with Becca and Jess. Well, broads, I mean, is this a long time coming or is this a long time coming? It's a pretty long time coming. <laughs> this episode is a long It's like over time a year. It's like a year over coming. So pretend that we released this in 2019. Yeah. I mean, this is the Mike Johnson conversation. Like, I I can't believe it's finally here. And Mike is free. He can speak to us. I mean, wow. I, I think he can talk about anything. Like, we'll see, you know. But, uh... But in the meantime, I want to say this before we get it. We are, I feel like now we have to timestamp when we're recording episodes because there is so much Bachelor drama hitting a million miles an hour. I know. That who knows what happens. So, no, seriously. We're recording this on Saturday, August 8th, 9 20 (laughs) a.m. It's really getting released on Thursday a few days later. So, at this point, who knows? So, if we're we're Very speaking much. from the past right now. <laughs> We're coming Give at you us from grace the if past. we don't know the future yet. I know. I mean, at this point, like, who knows what will have happened. And we're just all kind of like having this night, nice chat. And like the Bachelor world might be burning at this point. We're just like, Mike, how's it going? <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. We have no idea that, you know, at this point, uh, there's 75 cast members. You are engaged to Claire. <laughs> Mike is engaged to Claire. You heard it here first. Wow. Okay, I have to tell you about something I've been thinking a lot about the past 24 hours that's not Mike-related at all. Oh my God, tell me. Well, don't like all podcasts release their own liquor um, lines? I mean, I feel like that's definitely been happening, yeah. I want to do that. Okay, you don't, that's it. I'm sold. Get this, (laughs) get this, get this. Listen to the names I came up with. Oh my God. I've just been waiting to talk about this. We have a wine line called Chateau Chatty. Home run. And then we have Brodka Vodka. I don't even know if we should be releasing this in the podcast. I mean, consider this trademarked already. And if you're if you try I'm filing it right <laughs> we're now, we're calling our lawyers as we speak. OK, we're going on speed dial after. So don't even try to take it. Does oh, she my that? God. I mean, yes. I'm not pregnant anymore, so now we can go full swing We're into going alcohol full. sales. <laughs> Becca goes from, from being pregnant for two years, and now it's all about booze, baby. It's all about you booze. You can rep the Chateau Chatty, because okay. you're a wine queen, and I'll do the broad vodka since you can't drink well, hard, can hard I, alcohol. Can I tell you something? I don't you know what I don't know what happened to my body. I don't know what happened. But over the quarantine, I... Uh, had a drink <laughs> don't <laughs> lie to me you've been slowly like dosing yourself like you started out with like one one like half an ounce every morning then every you're doing morning, like I a drop my coffee <laughs> i'm just like all right we're gonna do whiskey this month <laughs> we're gonna do vodka but i i uh had a drink and it was evan had like a um what a screwdriver yeah and i was drinking and all of a sudden i was like i don't 
I'm like, I'm just going to try it. Okay. We're, we're stuck in the house. What else is there to do? If yeah. I get sick, I get sick. I was fine. And I was like, and I'm not going to try it with any other alcohols because I, it was all the other ones that I got sick. And then I never really yeah. dove into vodka because all the other ones made me ill that yeah. I was like, no, I don't even want to try and now, granted, it's not like I've had a slamming night filled sure. with vodka, but I can sure. have one glass, so I can I, I can get behind the vodka, no problem. I love it. It's so good, Becca. Thank you. It's Thank so you. good. We definitely need we need an alcohol line at this point for sure. I agree. I mean, we won't be able to be doing a live show tour anytime soon. That's true. Unless people want to hook, unless we want to do the um, drive-in movie theater thing. <laughs> I think it's cool. Those are so great. But I just had this image of us like, we're like, let's go to the most famous drive-in theater. Like, I don't know where it is, but I'm like, Kansas. And you and I show up and there's nobody there. And we're like, there's one car that pulls up. There's a sheep. We're just flashing their lights. And we're like, hello there. <laughs> you know what I was also thinking? If we do go on tour, I've been really dreaming for the future. I'm the past, loving this. The past whatever manifestation is happening, I'm I'm very much into this. Actually, I don't know what the stars are like this week, but it has been, I've been moving and grooving this past week. Becca, I think we're on a very similar wavelength right now. Really? Because I've had like a hundred business ideas. Now, now, yeah, what, what, me too. What's this business star energy that's yeah, happening? Yeah, I mean, I sat down and I was like banging out. I was getting my kids insurance. I was doing oh all the God. stuff that I hate doing, you know? <laughs> I mean, well, blessings, that wasn't happening on my <laughs> end. But business ideas, business ideas. I have this business uh, idea that has to do with, um, I guess it could be a reality TV show, but it started off as a business idea. Mm-hmm. I was like, I feel so bad for these poor college kids who it's like their first year in college and they were so excited oh, yeah. to party and have fun and get out of their parents' house and go to their fraternities and sororities and whatever. And now they're just by themselves. And I'm like, what if you came <laughs> up with like a basically a almost dating service that um, are like quarantine houses? I was thinking of like the quarantine crew where you have you basically live the your own the real world for two weeks where you put in your submissions all different people of like the same age bracket yeah and you have like a counselor rns on staff right and like matchmakers kind of put eight people together who don't know each other they get covid tested and then they get quarantined up together for two weeks and they have like a, a two-week experience where they're not allowed to leave the house, but they get sent things like truth or dare. And How they much would this sent- cost? This is a good idea. We can make a lot of money. Right. I feel, and then you have these little homes like all over and it's safe and everyone's, everyone starts by get, they get their COVID test right there uh-huh. because there's COVID testing now that you can do that. It's a very rapid turnaround. And also uh, uh, STI testing before. Everyone's clean. Nice. Everyone's getting in their clean and then they get their, their two-week. And I feel like this experience it would feel like you're on a reality TV show because you're that. walking in seven stranger or with seven other strangers. I feel like maybe you could have a... What if there were cameras around and then this is part of the experience you can also pay for where someone edits and does like a reel of your two-week experience? So, absolutely. And then if MTV wants to pick it up, because I think that the real... I miss watching the real world, yeah. and but that's a very large Wait, commitment. Seriously, I, th- I feel like... VH1 or something should do like quarantine house. Like, right. And you could do one, like one episode will be a house. I mean, I guess it's like Big Brother too. But like the quick, oh, like, like it's not, you're not focused on the same eight people for like three months. One episode, one hour is one house. That, yeah. And just pack two weeks worth of drama. I love that. 
You want to hear my idea? Yes, too? I do. I have another one. This is for a dating <laughs> app. Remember Chat Roulette? Yes. Okay, Are you kidding me? It yeah. was the best. Until it got just filled with dicks. Sure. You know? It still was kind of fun sometimes, you know? Yeah. Screaming with your friends. <laughs> oh, yeah. I remember one of my friends would do it. She'd be like, cover your eyes, ladies. Like, we're going <laughs> to, I'm going to be the clicker clicking through. <laughs> Logan, shout out to you. <laughs> she would seriously be like, <laughs> she'd be manning the clicker. Next, 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 dick, dick, dick. Okay, a person. Oh, my God. Um, and it'd be like some guy in like Czechoslovakia, just like <laughs> looking all, looking all gross Hello. and weird. <laughs> we're like, hi, 13 year old girls. Um, so my idea is it'd be like that, but a dating app and how it works is it's actually like video. So I was listening to my friend talk about what it's like FaceTime dating in quarantine, which I actually like, just like to have people call in and talk about what their dating experiences have been. Yeah, that would be a great episode. But she was like, I actually like the first FaceTime date. Like it's kind of, it's kind of cool. Yeah. So my idea was with the app, you have like you it's basically like tinder where you can swipe left or right track with me you facetime someone it'll put you on with someone for Uh 60 seconds and maybe even like a question will pop up on the screen and then you guys chat for 60 seconds at some point during that 60 seconds you have to swipe either left or right and you don't know what the other person will do until later if you match up it means both of you guys have swiped right and you guys both want to chat more later so it's like a speed dating. It'll put on, I, put you on to the next person for another minute. I feel minute. like, do we need to edit all this out? This is gold. <laughs> this is gold that you're just putting out there before we have any trademarks on this shit. That is such a good idea. I know. Wouldn't it be so fun? It would be so fun. Like, I, w- I want to do it right now. I know. Right now. I know. And then, like, if you guys both swipe right, then later, you know, you get to match up and be like, oh, my God, we were both feeling it. We were both vibing yeah. on each other. Oh, like, my God. That's such a good idea. And it's idea. better than dating profiles because guys can't really take good photos of themselves. And sometimes our people are weird over text. But you could really get a vibe. Just yeah. One minute. And yeah. And it's like it's so person to person. Some people like not being able to see and like just right. text. But for me, I'm like, I can't get a vibe of you off. of. I mean, you can pick up a certain energy, but I want to have a real conversation Plus, imagine like a speed dating question popping up on the screen and yeah be like, it's a great icebreaker like, what would your last meal be oh. you know and oh then you God. guys spend the minute and then the minute's over and the next person i love it it's so good thanks well i mean i feel like we're just throwing gold out here but <laughs> <laughs> this is business with the broads hour um this is, this is, this is the season to literally be stuck inside for five months and now all of a sudden these ideas are flowing what's happening boom boom, boom 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 but on a very other note i'm so excited to be talking to mike in a minute i am so excited broads we are going to chat with mike johnson uh it's been a long time coming and i can't wait to talk with him about some of the, some hannah season stuff i know, I know it's been a long time but it really has but it really has it and there's there are so many questions that we had that i feel like mike's gonna mike's gonna shoot straight and give us the answers well there's we also been a lot of like news about hannah too in the past few months yes that mike was also kind of involved in that's so. very true that's very true there's a lot to talk about there's a lot to talk about well before we talk to mike uh let's take a quick pause because not only are we the queen of ideas right now <laughs> What can I say? I personally am the queen of getting hyped for an online workout and then doing it for all of three classes before mm. I completely lose interest for one reason three sounds or another. about right. <laughs> three, that's typically my number. But broads, I have found it. It is the grand slam of home workouts that keeps me interested, sore, and coming back for more. And that mm. is Fight Camp. Fight Camp combines a full body workout with cardio strength training and conditioning. It's basically a boxing gym in your living room. And just to be clear, just means that 
Literally. Yes. Fight camp comes with all the gear you need, like a freestanding punching bag, boxing gloves, hand wraps. You're like Rocky Balboa, basically. And their unique punch tracking sensors that show you your real time progress and stats. So if you're thinking that sounds a little intense, it is, but it's nothing to be scared of. Their 12 week starter program teaches you all the fundamentals while still giving you a killer workout. It is. I mean, it is intense and you feel like the biggest badass of all time. Like it's just everything that I needed with my psyche. And I never thought I'd be so in love with boxing, but it is so fun and also not a bad way to get some of this tension Mm. out that you might have pent up inside of you over the past six months. Uh, And with Fight Camp, you'll have access to over 400 different workouts for all different fitness levels uh, and skills. And the family also can be part of it, too. That's such a fun thing that they have. They have equipment for your little ones. And let me tell you, nothing cuter, first of all, than senior little one box, but also so much energy that they can get out when they're stuck inside. Well, if you're ready to give boxing a try, Fight Camp offers flexible financing for as low as 0% APR. And right now, as a limited time offer, you can try Fight Camp for 30 days with their money back guarantee. Just go to joinfightcamp.com slash chatty. That's right. You can try Fight Camp for 30 days. And if you don't love it, they'll refund all your money. Train like a fighter and turn your sweat into results. Try Fight Camp for 30 days. Just go to joinfightcamp.com slash chatty. Joinfightcamp.com slash chatty. Well, Broads, I can admit one thing. Other than, you know, getting my fight camp on, something that I, I'm always a sucker for is that glass of wine or that occasional cocktail. I can pretty much always find a reason to celebrate with a bottle of rosé. But nothing kills the celebration more than waking up with... A hangover. Yay. No, it's the worst. If you've ever had a hangover from hell, then you know that it's hard to enjoy a drink knowing you might wake up tomorrow feeling like whatever the opposite of a million bucks is. Uh, But DHM Detox is now a mandatory part of any night out or in because I know it will have me waking up refreshed and ready to go whether I have one drink or a couple drinks. Uh, DHM Detox is the vitamin you need in your bag. It uses science to help boost your body's natural response to alcohol and help break down those pesky toxins so you won't wake up with that nausea or that brain fog or the anxiety because who has time for that? It's the worst. Um, DHM Detox is made up of all natural ingredients and antioxidants and vitamins. And all you need to do is take two capsules after your first couple of drinks and DHM Detox gets to work making sure you wake up feeling great. Um, I mean, the worst feeling for me after a few drinks is waking up and feeling really puffy, very puffy. And that's that's just a screaming red flag to me that my body is not happy with my decisions. But DHM Detox is full of natural ingredients that fight inflammation and help flush out those toxins, meaning your girl hasn't been waking up with puffy hands and feet after a night of having some drinks. Um, so how important is your next day? For just a couple dollars, you can wake up feeling fine after drinking. Also, there is a free uh, there is free shipping on all U.S. orders. DHM Detox is a risk-free purchase, so if you aren't satisfied after taking the product, they'll give you your money back. This is a no-brainer. We've got you 20% off your order. Just head over to dhmdetox.com and use code chatty at checkout. Again, that's dhmdetox.com and use code chatty at checkout for 20% off your order. dhmdetox.com, code chatty at checkout. 
Oh my God. Welcome. <laughs> Is this happening right now, Mike Johnson? <laughs> we are finally here. Finally, finally, finally. I feel like the broads probably don't know fully everything, like the time, the la- the laborious efforts to get. But they have been. Care. It's just been the constant. It's just the request. Any any single time that we say, hey, what guest do you want? And we put a little bubble up. I mean, it's 99% Mike Johnson. I'm like, we need to talk to him, too. And we're like, well, he hasn't been allowed to come on. So we're out of contract. We are here now. We can do whatever. Wait, I got to ask. So like what did, did you ask? And they were just like, hard. No, you can't go on chatty broads. I just asked and I got a sweet reply back. <laughs> say it like that. That's, that's you know it's been we always we try with our favorites we're like you know what we're gonna try anyways and we'll keep trying and we'll keep trying and maybe one day they'll say yes but if not we're happy to wait until you're off contract because <laughs> it's all worth it <laughs> I, I want it to be here with you chatty brides definitely oh. so <laughs> speaking so what have you been doing the past few months what have, what have you been up to just listen to y'all's podcast and just you know, <laughs> hang out answer. here on the couch. <laughs> just listening to the Chatty Bros podcast. Just on a loop. Keep that part right there. You know, we're gonna <laughs> use that sound bite. <laughs> no, I've been uh trying not to get sick, to be honest. Yeah. I've like become a hermit crab. when I go outside now, I'm like, whoa, <laughs> this is twenty twenty. This is like the walking dead. It's kind of yeah. crazy. So it has been, oh, I can't weird. believe it's August already. I was just thinking about this. Like we, the year has gone by so fast and so slow at the same time. And so much yes. has gone down. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's like back when we were in school, it's like a school year, like it totally. goes by so slow. But then as you go through it, it's like, damn, we did that. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's so That's true. How it feels to me, right? People say about exactly having kids, people say like the days are long and the, the years are short and that like couldn't describe this year anymore. I think. Yes. Days are long and the years are short. I'm going to steal that. Is it okay? Oh, yeah. I say it all the time. It's so good. Mm-hmm. Talking about the kids. How are the kids? I mean, <laughs> we both are like, uh. I mean. <laughs> no, I mean, I'll answer first. My Ruth is like, my daughter's at such a fun age right now. Like, she's talking, having a personality. Like, she's super fun to be around. And also, she's not old enough. Like, she doesn't care about being trapped inside with us all the time. She thinks it's, like, the best thing ever. This is, like, the best year of her life. Like, her mom and dad are home, and we just get to hang with her and play in the backyard with her all day. So she loves it. Franklin's almost two months old, and he's just starting to be, like, a person. Like, they're for the first couple months, they're just, like, alien newborns, and they barely wake up, and their little hands are all weird, and... And then, like, they start to kind of emerge and, like, open their eyes and, like, look around and smile. And it's, it's sort of like they're, I feel like they're, like, actually born at, like, eight weeks. It's like when they're, they actually nice. see the world. So, anyway, everything's nice. been good with them. What about, what about Ember? You know, Ember is uh, almost five. And so, being inside has been a challenge for this little one. She's also full of energy. Does she know that Chuck E. Cheese is closed forever? We actually uh, had to have that... Oh. I know. Whoa. Yeah, yeah, Whoa. yeah. You'd rather break my heart. I know. Yeah. Chuck E. Cheese is closed forever? Forever. Mike. They I, went bankrupt or something? I, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, it I appears so. But also, you know, there was a lot of drama around Chuck E. Cheese when there was that whole Shane Dawson piece uh, where he said that, you know, they recycle their pizza. And then... <laughs> That's nasty. 
apparently during once quarantine started, they put out that, you know, they were on DoorDash and Postmates and nobody was buying their pizza. So they changed the name and called it like Pasquale's and they got it. What? (laughs) They were just some shady shit. Wait, are you serious? Wait, are you serious? But you know what? I mean, that's smart. Listen, the rat is out there hustling. (laughs) He is hustling. So people were buying it then. Yeah, people were buying it. You know why? Let's think about why. Who the hell said, you know what? A rat should be our mascot. Oh, I know. (laughs) In a restaurant, a children's restaurant. Who the hell decided that one? It's disgusting. (laughs) It was a bad call. But also, like, I imagine they saw no opening date in sight. Like you're going to be getting together dozens of like grimy little children to put their hands all over games and mm-hmm. stuff like in it's COVID co- times. Yeah, it's a COVID trap for sure. So yeah, the they're, wait, trap. so you so- had the conversation about her? Yeah, we did have the conversation because we drove by the now empty building and she was like, it's Chuck E. Cheese. And I was just like, Ember. I was like sitting her down telling her that like her father had passed away. <laughs> I was like, just so you know. <laughs> Chuck E. Cheese is no longer open, and it was it. We had to process through it. She was she was uh, somewhat devastated. We we held hands. We cried together. I was like, "Mama said too, baby." <laughs> Guess we're gonna have to move on to uh, uh, Dave and Buster's. I know, but you know what? We'll just. It's just like she's just aging before my eyes. I'm like, here, kid, take this pina colada. <laughs> Let's play these adult games. You need just as much as I do, babe. Here you go. <laughs> My nanny kids used to beg me to take them to Dave and Buster's. And I was like, no. <laughs> like, that feels adult. I'm not going to Speaking do that. Speaking of Chuck E. Cheese, because what? that was uh, when we initially started the podcast, I said that would be my meal on death row. Mike, we have to start this by asking oh, yeah. you, uh, what would be, you're, you're in prison. It's, it's done. What is your death row meal? Oh, man. It's, I'm in prison. It's done. First of all, what would, would you be on oh, death row for, if you can imagine? Is that dark? <laughs> I can honestly say I've never been asked this question before. <laughs> what Welcome. would you be on death row for? <laughs> I would be. I on- would probably be on death row for like. Can I can I say fucking somebody up? Is that okay? Yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'll be on death row for fucking somebody up uh, that I love. Aww. Like i would i would have i would it would be a moment of passion to defend the person i love sure. mm-hmm. that's what i'll be on death row for that and i think sense. that's like i mean if you're gonna be on death row like yeah what do you, you have somebody, to do to get there like if somebody shoots my mom in the leg and i got a gun on me i'm i'm, I'm a cap at, yeah you know, so. well honestly i don't think i would hope that the jury would be like Look at him. Yeah, it would be. That's a much more honorable reason. I'd probably be on for arson, Embez- lifelong arson, <laughs> embezzlement, arson, arson. Can you yeah. be on death row for arson? Just, or just, embezzlement? I don't know, but like maybe lifelong Do you arson. Like, fire? like she catches everything on fire. I don't know. I just always felt like it would kind of be like a lifelong niche. arson. I think it would be fun. Lifelong. Imagine starting a fire and watching just a whole em- empty building, not building with people in it. Watch a whole empty building just go up in flames. We're starting something here. Now, so hey kids the- watching this, do not <laughs> blow up. <laughs> Matches are fun. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Was that their commercial? Don't uh, burn up a forest fire or something? Uh, oh, yeah. Smokey. <laughs> yeah, Smokey the, the bear. bear. Yeah. Smokey the Bear. You know what I was thinking last night, talking about like going to jail? I, I don't know if this, if this will happen, but I really wanted to buy like 100 water guns, put in a barrel, and then go like to a, a public park area to where everyone's at like a farmer's market or something and like me and my friends have water guns and we just start having like a water gun fight 
And then people that are there hanging out with their families pick up the water guns and then everyone joins in. That's so it's cute. Like a huge, That's such yeah, a I would have idea. my artisan bread and you'd be spraying me and I'd be like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> this is freshly baked. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be freaking out. That'd be so fun. That is such a fun idea. Actually, like you could also organize you could probably do like a Facebook event and have it be at a park, like bring your water gun. And I bet a bunch of people would show up to that one. That'd be cute. Yeah, I, really I might do that for my birthday one. You oh, should. I love that. It's like That's a wholesome. flash. It's a flash mob, but with, with, yes. it's a splash mob. This is, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I'm going need the effects to like hit that point. Like, Where are my uh, drums? <laughs> Oh, that's really good. Thanks. Mike Johnson's splash next mob. birthday, Splash, splash mob. mob. I bet that's a lot of broads dope. would come like out for that. that. Oh, yeah. Okay, so last meal. <laughs> oh, yeah, last meal. Um, it'll probably just be some soul food, some cornbread, some collard greens, some uh, mac and cheese shells. Mac you know, and cheese, 100%. I was saying this yeah. the other day. Yeah, it'll be something like that. Some soul food. Mm. What about drink? Oh, we getting messed up. I need some tequila. Oh, okay. Like, what kind of tequila? What kind of tequila drink? Classe Azul. Classe Azul. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm a high class broad. I was gonna say, <laughs> I'm like, that's some nice tequila. And would you have it yeah. like? Uh, wh- uh, wh- how would you drink it in a margarita on the, rock. on no. the rocks? No, on the rock. On the rock. Okay, so you, you do you do your you do your tequila just on the rocks? Nothing else. Yes. Oh, one hundred percent. Wow, that's actually how my husband drinks his tequila too. That gets sends shivers down my Good spine. Man. I know when I when I walk by and smell his drink, I'm like, oh god, it's so strong. Oh god, oh god. <laughs> so, your chest is so barely. What about li- a little lime? You wouldn't even do a little squeeze of lime in there. No squeeze. Okay. Wow. Just, wow. Have you had Classe Azul though? It's like delicious. It's very smooth. Delicious. I hear. No, I haven't. It's amazing. Wait, Try is that the one that comes in the really pretty bottle? Like the blue and yeah. white one? The ceramic bottle? Yes. Yeah, I yes. have had that. That looks That's like true. it is good. You could put it in like the corner of your room and it would just be a nice decoration. I mean, honestly, I'm not too good for some Jose Cuervo to just go out <laughs> yeah. with a fifth of that. It would take me back to my high school days. We used to split a bottle of Jose Cuervo in the car before going into the movie theater. Mm-hmm. And then we'd all usually end up throwing up three hours later. Isn't that so fun? That's so it's classic. And we would do that over and over. Yeah, like, repeatedly, like with the same outcome every time. You're like, you know what? That's still a good idea. I'm going to do it again. <laughs> Why are we doing this over and over and over again? Speaking of which, what were you like in high school, Mike Johnson? Like yes. what kind of what if you had to fall into like a stereotype in high school, what would what would that be? And were you a partier? A like what did you do? I was a class clown. I was a class clown. Okay. Definitely. I was definitely a class clown. I was a little asshole to one of my teachers. I'm, my apologies. <laughs> I would like, every time she would, uh, I don't know why we had beef, but every time she would turn around, she was, she was like my science teacher. She would turn around to the board and explain something to us. And I would just start. <laughs> and it, it, I feel so bad saying this, but I've grown a lot. Like I've grown a lot. Like, <laughs> And so it got to the point to where I got the entire class to clap every time she would turn around. And then when she turns back around, we would stop clapping. Like we made her cry and I feel really bad. Oh, she cried. 
Yeah, I feel really bad. You know, I can't bless high school teachers out there. I I know. I had a Spanish teacher that we would all terrorize in my class and she would be up there teaching. And I remember I would bring bags of popcorn and there was a microwave in the classroom and I would just stand up and walk and go to the microwave (laughs) and start popping popcorn during while she was teaching. Like no fucks given. What like (laughs) you're just like. Fuck it, this is what I'm gonna do. Yeah, I'm just like, the high schools are horrible. Like, the <laughs> cla- the can you imagine dealing with bullshit? I could like never that? be a teacher. Like, legit, teachers are no. so underpaid to deal with all that BS that mm-hmm. we put them through. Hell no. Oh, it's no. insane. It's it's the most respectable job on the planet. I had when I was in high school, we had a teacher who it was a similar situation. I feel so bad. But every time we'd have a class with him, someone would start a chant. And it would just be someone would start going, <laughs> and we'd start chanting because anytime in the whole class, you got like 50 kids hey, <laughs> in the middle of class and you'd always be like, guys, guys, settle down, settle down. And it would just make us louder. And it was just like a mob. <laughs> I mean, high school, what the fuck are they on? Like <laughs> the audacity to do this kind of shit is just crazy. Were you a dick Hormones, like adrenaline yeah. Red Bull? That's yeah, right. well, that's the answer right there. <laughs> do you oh, think that's what they're on? Do you think that people would be less likely to do those kind of antics if things were separated by sex? Like if you had, or would it be worse? I, I think, think it'd about be. This. I think it'd be worse, especially the parties with Beth would be worse. Oh, like you, it's like a caged beast, and then when they finally can attack. They just go crazy. I think it'll be That's worse. So true. Can you imagine all of a sudden being separated all day, every day, and then you end uh, up at a party? True. It would be just disastrous. That's so true. Yeah, because I, I wonder sometimes, I'm like, I feel like a lot of behavior is kind of like attention seeking to try to get the... Oh, absolutely. I mean, absolutely. of course, this is centered around a uh, heterosexual point of view. But a lot of times you see the guys really going out of their way to, you know get the girls to notice them in any way possible. Mm-hmm. The guys do that in the locker room, though. Just, they can be heterosexual. And in the football locker room, play grab ass. Yeah, yeah. true. Just just, just for the hell of it. Hey, everyone's just... Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, what are you doing, bro? Like, what's going on? Did no you girls ever, around. They don't care. <laughs> did you ever fall in love in high school? Uh, I did not fall in love in high school. I fell in love I've been in love once, and it was the girl that was I spoke about briefly yeah. uh, to Hannah Brown on The Bachelorette. In high school, I, to be honest, I was trying to make sure that my sister knew what a man should be. Mm. I know that sounds like super lovey-dovey, but kind of truth. And then I, I remember wanting to go to prom. I went to a few different proms, but the first girl I went to prom with, my mom was like, she needs to come to church with us. <laughs> And so it was, I was very, my my mother was extremely strict, extremely strict. (laughs) So did she go to church with you guys? Yeah. She came to church and everything, but she messed up. I ain't going to front. Girl messed up. (laughs) My mom asked her, I'll never forget this. It's been like forever. I'm old now, right? My mom asked her one question. She said, I ain't going to say the girl's name. She said, "Um, so like, what do you want to be when you grow up? This girl said, married to an NFL player. I was like, you could at least lie. Like, come on. Like, you told my mom you want to be married to an NFL. That's your job? Oh, 
Oh, God, I'll never forget. <laughs> and that was her answer to what do you want to be when you grow up? That's oh incredible. My God. I mean, I got to give her yes. props <laughs> just for the honesty of it. That is so the, good. Uh, the balls on this girl. Tell my mom that. <laughs> like... <laughs> At least lie. Actually, I'm a gold digger. So thoughts. <laughs> that is so funny. That's hilarious. Oh my god. Which was weird though, because I wasn't even there for football. So I'm like, if that's true, if that's funny, I suck. Yeah, you're like number one. She's rude. just passing through. Just yeah, passing right? on through. Oh man. She's, you know the good thing about Facebook is. She's not married to a football player, and I can, you know, I know it now. Oh, so. you're just like, you're like, I'm sorry. Who did you want to be How married did that to work now? out for you? <laughs> that is actually the best thing about Facebook. I love seeing where my high school classmates are at now. Yeah, and I can't uh, wait so. to go to my ten year reunion and flex on them hoes. Oh, yes. Flex on them hoes. <laughs> I cannot wait. Did you go? They didn't have one for my school, and I was. Devastated. Did no you one, go, Mike? I, no, I, no, I didn't go to mine. Oh. I, didn't, I was like, no, I didn't go to mine. I was just like, kids <laughs> do. Should I go? I got to drive four and a half hours back to, to oh, my school. Yeah, no. You're like, eh, yeah, pass. I would I would have loved to. I would have loved to, but my school is so small that it would have had to been organized by the like the people or the kids. I guess we're now all very. That's what they grown do, up. though. Do you know that that's what they do? Yeah, that's, oh, that's they the do. thing. Yeah. Okay, well, no one no one it. stepped up and did it, so it just and I was really really banking Maybe on it. Maybe you should organize the twenty year one. I should. You know why? Because I was I was uh, my superlative was most likely to become famous, and I um. I, so was mine. Okay. <laughs> okay, I'm not gonna lie. I got two. I got most likely to be famous and best dressed, and I picked best dressed. So that's the one that went in the yearbook. I mean, I understand that. There we go. There you go. I understand that. I love it. I told you, I'm loving the overall. But yeah. thank you. They're actually my mother in laws. Gray's mom was like, I these didn't fit me, but they refunded me. Like, do you want them? And I was like, um, yes, I do. So love an overall pass hand me downs. Mike, you should have gone. You have to now go to your 20th, though. Come on. See, that's the thing. Now you're yeah. rolling. When I I had nothing to show. Like, I was like, well, I've, I haven't really done much. And then right when my 10 year anniversary reunion was coming up, Chatty Broad started. And I was like, well, I have something <laughs> now. So I was like, excited well, no, I to go. Do it. I, can go. <laughs> I was like, I have this little gem. Well, regardless, I was talking to a couple of my high school friends. And I was like, what we need to do for our 10 year is we need to like ball out pop champagne, rent like a tacky limo or something oh, and yeah. roll up to the 10 year reunion, like drunk in a limo. Yes. Just like full, I mean, mat, like full messes. That's what I want to do. You got to One, you got to be drunk at your, at your reunion. Oh, you absolutely. Gotta, Definitely. Even if you don't drink, it's like, come on, you got to make, make an exception for one day. Yes. It's, it's for one day. can you imagine the conversation that you're having with some of these people that you haven't seen in 10 years? <laughs> No, I can't imagine. Actually, my best friends from high school, though, I'm still pretty close with. So I'd probably just be chilling with them. Yeah. And gossiping about the people. I'm friends with a a lot of them still. But then there's like, I had a big school. We had, in my graduating class, 967. Yeah, that's big. Oh, my God. That doesn't include the people that, like, you know, went to jail, the people that uh, couldn't graduate in time, all those people. So it was well over a thousand. That's a lot. I'm cool with a great majority of them. But then there's some of them that, if I happen to see them at Walmart, I'm like, okay, cool. You're alive. Yeah. And I keep it moving. Other eye. You know? 
<laughs> okay, so you said your mom was strict. Did you grow up in a religious home? Sounds like it. Uh, yeah, Christian. Went to church uh, a couple times. Two times a week uh, oh, at okay. different... My great-grandma's church, uh, our church. We couldn't even... We couldn't have... Uh, we couldn't celebrate Halloween for a while. Me neither. Me yeah. neither. We have all... Oh, yes. uh, did you? But did your churches right. do harvest parties? Cause that's what mine. Yeah, what are you like? Yeah, it's it's a a Christian or a church vibe. Yes, <laughs> you're like everyone's dressed up here yeah. in candy. their Halloween costumes. They're giving out candy, but we're just not calling yes. it Halloween. It's, it's a it's a different name. It's not the devil's birthday, right? <laughs> exactly. So, yep. Yeah, we had that. But the funny thing is, I, when I went to uh, England or I went to Europe, shall I say? Oh my God, Europeans are different. My life was like. <laughs> on all the things that could happen. What do you mean? Your yeah. face was like, yeah, no, 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 no. just because uh, <laughs> I was in Dallas up until 21. And then when I left for the military and traveled overseas, I was just like bombarded. Oh, yeah. with a whole Is world. that where you got deployed to? Was no, there... I got deployed over uh, to Southeast Asia. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was just, I was stationed in England and stationed in Portugal. Oh, wow. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Which, but yeah, that's old stuff. I've had a lot of lives. I've lived a lot of lives. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, what was that experience like? Like moving to Europe after being in Dallas for all of your life? Amazing. What do you mean? The best thing ever. <laughs> awesome. I loved it. Talk about taking a, a, a fifth of liquor down to the beach and like just getting faded. Oh, amazing. <laughs> Ever. Would you move back? Waking to up Europe? on a beach. If I, if yeah, if me and my wifey, yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. Maybe you 100%. could meet wifey in Europe. Yeah, that's that's. I would love it. I, I love a, a, a Portuguese queen. I've heard oh. Portugal's fantastic. I really wanted to go. Portugal is amazing. I mean, literally, no lie. During lunch hour, they stop everything and they just drink wine. They begin faded. Like during the during the work day, get faded, come back to work. You know, got a little buzz going. Get back to it. Okay, get it's this. Amazing. Like I am, a, I'm producing like the little clothing line I'm doing. It's all getting uh, manufactured in Portugal. They Love told it. me, like you know, I'm trying to get this stuff produced because you know everything shut down for COVID. They're like, well, Portugal actually has like a four week holiday that the whole country goes on. So your your line's going to be delayed four weeks because just straight up, no one works for four weeks. Yes. I'm yes. like, this yes. is so good. This What's is that? the way to live life. Also, I'm pissed, but like <laughs> everyone taking work He's off. also for pissed, four but. <laughs> everyone taking the whole country, basically taking work off for four weeks. Incredible. Yes. Only like when you travel, you get to see so many different things. Like in America, we're born into 40 hour work weeks, right? Yeah. And then 40 hour work weeks, it's really like 50, 55, 60 hour work weeks. Oh, yeah. It's not like that everywhere. It's, it's completely different. I, I'm moving, first of all. Well, you know what's interesting <laughs> in Europe, too? In, in Europe, they're like, you know how we say in like the US, the customer is always right. In Europe, it's not. That was like one of the first things I noticed. They're basically like, okay, you're the customer. Well, fuck you. I'm going to get to your table when I get to it. Like completely different attitude about some of this kind of stuff, which is cool. They're like, bye, bitch. (laughs) You can leave. We don't need your business. Like, we're the only ones in here. Yeah, go. We don't care. (laughs) 
Well, I absolutely love that wellness is having this massive moment right now. Uh, Yeah, it's huge. Like fully on board with the whole thing. But if I'm being honest, sometimes it's hard to keep up with. It seems like every day there's kind of a new serum to apply or superfood to try. Uh, And you pull back the curtain and sometimes the research, you know, it's spotty. I don't know. It's hitting fast. That's why for the past few months I've thrown in the towel and I'm letting Care-of be my Mm -hmm. trusted wellness vetting system. Care-of is the wellness brand we trust and it helps us meet and maintain our health goals. I took my Care-of supplements and vitamins this morning. Girl, so did I. (laughs) Here's how it works. Start off by taking Care-of's online quiz so that they can get a feel for your current lifestyle, your concerns and goals. And then from your answers... They'll make your customized vitamin packs and provide you with in-depth research about what they're suggesting, why they're suggesting it, and how the ingredient was sourced. So that's a big deal. Transparency is a huge part of care of, which is definitely not something you'll see in grocery store vitamin aisles or even with a lot of big wellness brands. So that's why we trust them. They've got the research to back up their products. It Mm -hmm. means a lot. Mm -hmm. And after I took the quiz, Care-of suggested some vitamins and minerals to help with energy management and sleep continuity for me because, you know, even though I'm outside or not outside often, mom is still out there. You know, I like to do a late night zoom call Mm -hmm. and honestly after taking my supplement packs for a few weeks we uh that they recommended i can feel the difference i no longer reach for that 3 p.m caffeine jolt and i've been waking up feeling like i actually slept which is a huge game changer uh, for how i've been able to take on the day for 50 percent off your first care of order go to takecareof.com slash chatty 50 and enter code chatty 50 again that's take care of dot com slash chatty 50 and enter code chatty 50 for 50 percent off your first care of order okay so you went over to europe but i want to get back to the the religious piece oh, are yeah. you are you still yes. are you a spiritual man yes well there's a i am there's a difference between spiritual and religious right right sure. uh i am a spiritual person i do in my book i talk about some yes. different things up in there uh, i'm not trying to plug my book but I do talk about things away. in there. Yeah, no, I need to hear about this. Yeah. Can you please tell us about this process of how long have you been working on this book? When is it going to release? What's it's it going to have in it? Oh, no, it's, it's out. out. It's out. Is it pre? The pre-order is out right now. Yes. But okay. the order, I think I haven't checked today, but I believe the pre-orders are sold out already, which is pretty awesome. <laughs> okay. <laughs> is there going to be um, another I, pre-order or no? <laughs> uh, I had a... <laughs> <laughs> I had to take that's my baby, so I had to soak that in right quick. Yeah, oh, yeah. Are you kidding me? You should be celebrating right now. Where's that fifth? <laughs> Come on. Yeah, I know it's the AM. <laughs> I had a lot last night. <laughs> 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 um, it comes out October second, aka World Smile Day. Uh, it's oh. called Making the Love You Want. Um, it took about eleven months to write the book uh, and edit the book and go through every single word and punctuation in the book. And it's pretty awesome. Check it out. Wow. What, when did you start thinking about writing a book? Like, is this something you've wanted to do? This it's, I'm so inspired. Uh, thank you. I, when I came off the show, I was pleasantly surprised at like all the messages that I got of just from being vulnerable and authentic to who I am and being loud and telling somebody off, but then also being soft and sweet and considerate. And the DMs and the messages just continue to flow. And I decided just to write more about it and turn it into a book. Wow. That's so cool. And it's a, it's a book on how to boss up. It's a book on 
how to obtain that supreme confidence, how to accept, how to uh, not be guilty or have guilt, mm. how to love yourself more, how to say, I've had a child and I'm sexy, you know, how to say, I don't look like other people on a show and I'm beautifully made for being authentic and I can keep going forever, but I won't. Do you talk <laughs> about your personal, like your upbringing, your life, all of that as well? I, there are some things in that book my mom didn't know before I told her. Wow. Like straight up. Like, yeah. <laughs> has she read it? She has not read it yet. No one in my family is read it yet. Oh no one. my I, gosh. I want their natural reactions as well. Just like everyone else. Wow. Like I, I feel like I have a chip on my shoulder because, you know, we come from reality TV. Mm-hmm. And if you're a reality person that writes a book, normally it's not perceived as thought provoking per se. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, that's one reason why my face is not on the cover of my book. Cause I want to be perceived as an author first, mm-hmm. right? Someone with, uh, I just use my words wisely. And so I'm, the book is, it's about me a little bit, but I'm only 32. You feel me? I'm still young. It's not a yeah. memoir. Mm-hmm. Like I got so much more to do in life. Like I'm trying to travel the world with my kids and my lady I'm trying to build tree houses. I'm trying to, you know, be nominated for a Nobel peace prize. <laughs> yes. Have water gun fights, you know. <laughs> Got a lot to do still. Definitely, I know it's a. I always think it's kind of funny actually when people call their books a memoir when they're like less than fifty years old. Yeah, I'm like bro, what? Like, you have to be at least on your deathbed if you're going to write your memoir. <laughs> at least, right? Memoir like, sounds like, like you're already no. dead. <laughs> no. Has Betty White written a memoir? Like seriously? Oh wow, yeah. If Betty White hasn't written a memoir. You better get on it. Yeah. You cannot write No, you cannot. <laughs> yeah, she Yeah, like we all know how much longer Betty White got. So she might want to write. <laughs> Not Betty it's White. Time. Dolly 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 Parton. That's what I'm thinking about. Oh Dolly Dolly Parton did wait, did Betty White die? She's still alive? No, she's still Yeah, Betty White passed. She, Dolly she, Parton I'm thinking about. Wait, Betty White passed? <laughs> Oh no! Oh my okay. God! Are we, we sure? Are really not aware of that? Are we Did sure? You? Did you? There's no way, right? <laughs> There's no way. You have she to look it up. So no, no. Betty White has to. Yes. She still has to be alive. No, she's alive. Yes. No, Betty. I just looked it up. Oh, she's she's 98. This bitch is almost oh 100. God. Betty White is 98, <laughs> and she is still working. And that when I when oh. my when some of my precious friends, I love all of you, my sweet musician friends. But when they're just like kicking around, not working, being lazy assholes, I'm like, Betty White is 98 and she is still working. She, she has was, tons of money. She, she could have retired forever in World War One. My God. Wow. He said she was born during World War One. That's wild. Dolly Parton, on the other hand, will never die, first of all. Second never. of all, she's a cool 74. She's got a life. She's got a whole another quarter oh. of life to live. Mm-hmm. Dolly Parton's only 74? Yeah. Wow. You thought she it's was funny how like... How insulting. Wow. I was at least 80. More of the story of... If they don't have memoirs, we don't write memoirs. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. So in your book, you touch on spirituality, you were saying? I touch on spirituality. I touch on faith. I touch on people have a perception of me based on the way I was perceived on TV, which is who I am. Mm. But there's also, uh, I'm not like, uh, I've done bad things and stupid things. And I talk about in the book. 
And that's who I am, right? A part of that made me who I am today. So I do talk about things that I've done. And I was like, damn, I'm putting this in a book. Okay. Do you feel a lot okay. of do you feel a lot of pressure after coming off the show because you were like, I mean, it was just like Mike Johnson is the hero. Everyone was just like, he's the best guy ever. He's handsome. He's perfect. He's wonderful. Do you feel this pressure of like, oh my God, I, you know, it's great that you were perceived that way and you seem very much to be that person, but I would imagine. Nah, no pressure. <laughs> like, nah, no pressure. No pressure. I mean, I get, I would say the only pressure I get is when I, because my culture is different than most of uh, Bachelor Nation's mm-hmm. culture growing up wise. So there are things that if I reference something, my audience just won't get. Oh. Just because we come from a completely different culture. Like if I can, I can name all kind of movies that no one will get, right? But if I name a movie from Step Brothers, everyone gets that. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I posted, I, I made a tweet one day about Cash Money Records back in like early 2099. No one knew what I was talking about. But then I said something about Rascal Flats. <laughs> everyone knew what I was talking about. Right? Like the most yeah. cliche thing ever. I love that. <laughs> They're knocking each other out of the way in the comments. <laughs> be like, oh my God, I'm a huge fan. God bless the broken road. <laughs> <laughs> well like that's the only pressure I get is hmm. making sure that I'm authentic to myself but then also that my audience because my audience able to connect yeah yeah I'm still able to connect because I mean the bachelor nation family is predominantly they've done a good job of and it's kind of insulated still right mm-hmm. and so I come from a super very different background and I want to make sure I still connect when I talk about like things from the media world that's but as far as pressure, as far as pressure on, nah, because I, I'm always freaking smiling and just happy. Like it's ridiculous. <laughs> I wake up and go, woo! <laughs> like I'm just a stupid, goofy kid, and I am. Um, I definitely speak my mind. Um, all those things that were displayed to me on TV are still true to this, to this day. So there's no pressure there mm. at all. Can we talk a little bit about Hannah's season? We're let's do it. Too. Let's do it. Okay, first of all, what was Luke P really like? <laughs> and Jess are Jess actually brought this up earlier today, so I have to give her credit because she was wondering what it was well, like to live with Luke P. We had some some questions from the broads, and so we wanted to bring them in seamlessly here. And people were wondering, you know, what was it like living in the home? It was. Uh, I'll, I'll answer both. Luke, I remember one time, Luke was a. Uh, Luke is Luke. He has his own. Look at you sipping tea hard. <laughs> <laughs> My eyes are just like this Luke big. His, just like... <laughs> Luke has his own set of beliefs. Like he's just, he really does. And they're a bit peculiar to the most of us on the show. And one time uh, we had went to, I think, Rhode Island and they section Luke off, right? He had his own spot because he'd be tripping sometimes. Wait, what? And the rest whoa, of us... Whoa, 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 what? But, but, rewind. What do you mean he had his own spot? He had his own room. Like, if there, if we're in a hotel and we yeah. got four rooms for all of us, Luke had his own room. Right? Wow. And, um, I knocked on his door one time because I genuinely wanted to talk to him. Like, I felt like I was the voice of reason in the house. I mm-hmm. felt like I would say whatever the hell is on my mind, but then also be compassionate and understanding. Right. And so I knocked on his door and this is like juicy TV. Cause like me and Luke were 
arch enemies per TV, right? And so, but I mean, we definitely don't see eye to eye in a lot of things. And I knocked on this door, uh, went in there. We ran upstairs and producers were pissed off at us because they couldn't hear or see us or record us. And we're just chopping it up. And I'm really trying to get through the loop. I'm like, bro, what is, what is your mind? Like, what, the, <laughs> what do you mean? Like, what's, what's going on, bro? And um, Luke is extremely, if anyone's around Luke, if you never saw him on TV, you would think he was the sweetest guy, like legit ever, because he looks at you in your eyes, mm. just stares at you, and he talks slowly, and then he goes like that, and you're like, what's going on here? <laughs> but then, like... You eat me or make out with me or what? <laughs> yeah, like, you just kind of don't know. But then, uh, you know, once a serious topic occurs, that's when you start to, you know, unravel some things, mm-hmm. and... A prime example, when we did uh, Men Tell All, it, it had been like two months. You know, it's not like the next day after, right? Some time has passed. And I felt bad for Luke. And a lot of us guys felt, it wasn't just me, a lot of us felt bad for all the media that he was getting yeah. negatively. And so, we, you know, we were hollering at him on Men Tell All. And we were like, bro, do you, you know, forgive? Do you want to change anything that you said? He said no. And then we were like, well, fuck you. Yeah. Like, you know? You don't want to change nothing. You felt everything you did was all right, perfectly fine. So at that point in time, that man is that man. But uh, as far as just being on the show, I thought it was cool. I mean, I had a. No, I was just going to say, were you guys actual arch enemies or was that just sort of like you saw the worst moments come out on the show? Like when you guys were like you said, you guys were up there just chilling together. Was that how was that how your interaction with him Usually what? Yeah, so in uh, Scotland, I love how the producers did this. It was so ingenious and looking back on it. For some reason, Luke and I were the only ones in this beautiful mansion in Scotland (laughs) while everyone else was on a group date. And it was just Luke and I there. I forgot that scene. Just strictly Luke and I, right? And so they did it because like, they know I'm going to say whatever the hell is on my mind. Yeah. Not hold back. And Luke was going to say whatever the hell's on his mind. So it was like great TV, right? And uh, I think I just, I don't know. I think I, I think a bit more than he does at times. And so when we were together in the house that day alone, we didn't talk to each other until they made us talk to each other and sit down. Like, went to his side, I went to my side. So we're not like the best of homies. I mean, but at the same time, there are things that we have commonality in, right? Mm-hmm. Which I think most people have commonality. You can find something that you like, but then then they just keep talking. And it's like, just shut up, bro. It's like, <laughs> have you ever, as ladies, right? Have you ever been on a, prior to, you know, the, uh, the partners, have you ever been on a date with somebody and you're like, man, this dude look good. I'm, I'm trying to let him have it. <laughs> like, they keep talking and you're like, just shut oh, the hell Stop, up. stop. You're, you're yes. making it worse. You're making it so much worse. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yes. That's how it is. <laughs> it's like, it's like we could talk, but then he just keep on talking. And it's like, bro, you got some weird shit going on. <laughs> that, that was the, that what he always, he did come off that way. It was always like, he would say something he would and always, it would be like, just said all right, much. if you just ended Stop. it there, it would have been all right. And then it just kept going and you were like, oh God, now, now you've taken it too far. Well, and I always feel bad. It's kind of like Kanye West, where you're like, I was going to say that. <laughs> I was just going to say that. I swear to God, I was about to say Kanye. 
put down my life. Where you're like, bro, I want to defend you. Like, I want to be yes. in your court. Yes. Okay, no, that's just stop, how it is. Stop there. No, don't. Oh, God. That's, ex- that's exactly how it is. Kanye and Luke P are one like, and the yo, same. That, that's, it's the truth. Like, Kanye, we've grown to like, well, maybe in the beginning, we all grew to love Kanye, right? Yes. Huge fan. Then, Huge fan. Yeah, and then like over the years, I'm like, bro, can you just shut the fuck up? <laughs> It's I know like, for, for me I was like a super self-professed Kanye fan yeah. so it's like you're making me look really bad the further yes. I go <laughs> yes. I used to tell my homie I think maybe like three years ago I was like bro it's hard to be a Kanye fan right? <laughs> it's like tough. it is hard it's tough it should not be times. this much work I should not it should not be this hard why are we all you? having to act like his PR you know it's like well he yeah, didn't like, really mean that what he was trying to say was this yes, it's Luke P is like Kanye oh my god it's like I want to like you man I really do but just shut the hell up sometimes okay what was Luke P's best quality I, I want to ask this. What, what your oh, awesome. I'm, I'm glad you asked that question. I'm really glad you asked that because he does have good qualities. Luke P's best quality is that he comes from a good place mm. in the sense of his mindset and his heart. It literally is from a good place. Even when he told Hannah, if you slept with somebody else, I, I, even that, I, I promise you, if you know him, it's in his brain, it's legit from a good place. He He's wants never, to be he doesn't good. Do, like yeah, he, wants he does to make not the right choice. Correct. He does not do anything malicious. It's not like I don't know. He just because now I'm thinking I'm, I'm having flashbacks to when the whole rugby date happened and he hit my homie Luke Ash. Yeah, he beat him. Luke is competitive, so but everything he does comes from a really good place. I I I will defend him on that, but it just after that it comes out wrong. It's like Kanye. <laughs> it really is. It's like Luke literally comes from a good place he's a christian guy he he has a lot of morals i don't think he just hasn't he has to have a bit more life experience right mm-hmm. and i think that's what it is for him mm-hmm. like I, I said what i said on men's hello and I, I i stand by it i hope that he's changed it's been over a year now yeah but uh i i know what i said <laughs> who are you still cool with from your season like who are your some of your favorite people I mean, to be honest, I, it would be easier to say who I'm not cool with. Like, I just talked to Tyler and Matt a few days ago, Dylan, Connor. De- I talked to so many of them. Oh, like, that's cool. That's so nice. Talked to a lot of them. It was, yeah. it was interesting to watch your season because I felt like it was one of the very few seasons that minus Luke P, everyone really seemed to like really enjoy each other's company and everyone was like a unit <laughs> and then he was just like the random one on the outside do you feel like there was and you don't have to say any names but do you feel like there was like a real villain of the season that wasn't really that like oh, didn't get shown in that light good question because I, I yeah i feel like you have i want to ask you that back I definitely know who I think it is, but I'm not. Well, I, I would say on our season, uh, Luke messed up a lot of stuff. I was hella pissed off because a lot of uh, Luke pissed me off a lot of times, straight up, because I couldn't talk to them. 
like I said, I said I couldn't talk to my lady, you know, Hannah at the time I was calling her my lady. Um, nah, we weren't really, we were pretty dope. I mean, Cam was tripping sometime, but oh my God, yeah. Cam, yeah. yeah, I forgot about him. We were, we were, we had a pretty cool cast. I mean, John Paul Jones, he could definitely not be a villain. He's the most <laughs> awesome guy ever. Like, we were pretty cool. I really can't think of no one else, to be honest. I mean, we know it's, we, there were things that, we didn't know while on the show yeah. uh, that we found out after the show. Um, but on the show, I, nah, I really couldn't. Mm. Like uh, being, I would, if I would tell you if I knew. Yeah. No, I believe it. I mean, the show is really interesting because you are in such an insulated environment. Mm-hmm. Like you are seeing only one side of people a lot of the times, even when you're in like filming with them, you know, like when you watch the show back, definitely people are like two dimensional. But also when you're in an environment with people, you're, I don't know, you're seeing them in a really stressful environment. I don't know. It's a, it's a very interesting experience. That's for sure. I explain it to people when they say, like, it's to me, it's like this. If I am a, a if I'm a cursor, right? And I curse all the damn time, right? If you, and you are the producer, you're going to record me cursing more often. Mm-hmm. That's how I look at it. Me, I'm always smiling and it's annoying to me. Cause I'm like, yo, when I watch the show back, I'm like, yo, I swore I talked. I swore I had more conversation. I swore I know how to use my words, right? I wrote a damn book, right? But I'm always smiling. So therefore the camera is going to catch that for the most part, yeah. right? If I, uh, for me, I have no problem defending my thoughts, right? On how I feel things should be. Hey, Hannah's crying, get her a tissue, Right. Those that's how I am. Right. And so for me personally. They were with us for what, a, a, like eight weeks or whatever, and they did cut out a lot of stuff. But I mean, I think it's a snippet of who we are and it's a snippet of who we are under stress. I will agree with you there. It's a snippet of who we are under stress. Right. And so under stress, some people go haywire. Mm hmm. Well, is what it is. That's the interesting thing about the show is I tell people, I swear you can make almost anyone on the show with editing make look really good or really bad. Yes, you can. And yes, you can. I agree and because I know when I think back on some of the stuff I said, one, it's under pressure, it's under stress, it's under sleep deprivation. Sometimes it's provoked by the person you're talking to by the producer on the other side of the camera who's like do that impression of that person you know or like or like say what you said earlier <laughs> like you don't have to ask me twice and you're like uh, or even you're just like oh i want to get out of this interview and they're like come on just talk to me a little bit more about this person like sometimes it's you know you're provoked and prodded a little bit to say things that you maybe wouldn't say otherwise when you've been on three hours of sleep and we've been talking this is one tactic that I felt like was probably the same with Luke P producers will get you to talk about the villain like over and over and over again in group chats when everyone's sitting together in an interview in the like one-on-one conversations it's like why don't you talk about Luke P some more let's talk about Luke P that is probably what you you make me think about that's probably what pissed me off the most because I'm like bro I don't want exactly it's not actually it's not always about the person it's about Mm. how much you're having to talk and focus on this person and it drives uh, yeah, fucking I, nuts. I, yeah, I that. yeah 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 i'm like i don't want to talk about this dude 
can we just talk about some other shit? Like, I'm not, yeah, I'm not, I don't want to talk about them. Yeah. And no. then it makes you start to like hate them because you're asked to talk about them all the time. So then when you see them, they're just like, bro, I hate that you're here because you're ruining this experience right now. <laughs> That's how I felt, at least. That totally but, makes sense. Um, anyway, I just think it's interesting because it's like, there, I'm sure there was some things like you can take so many different things out of context. I'm sure that they could have made you look so much worse, not because you're like a bad person, but because we're multidimensional people. And for me, I felt like I it could have gone the totally different direction than it did on on Ari season. It's just interesting when you're on the show to know that, you know, it's, it's not always how it comes. I completely that. agree with that. I, I completely agree with you there. But like you could make the nice i think mateo from our season is like one of the nicest people ever mm. he didn't get no air but probably because he's so nice and <laughs> just so nice but they could even make mateo look mean right it's just however you want to edit something uh, i think they did a good job editing us for the most part but i wanted to say i had this conversation last night about like how someone in different cultures. we talked about europe earlier someone could be in different cultures and the audience doesn't understand their culture, so they can be taken completely out of context. Mm -hmm. For example, in Europe, their level of comedy is assholeish, right? <laughs> Super asshole. Like they will say the rudest things ever, <laughs> and it's so funny over there. But in our culture, we're very uh, like we get butt hurt mm -hmm. a whole lot easier, right? And so on the show, I think a part of it is that as well, like just there's so many different clashes of cultures from so many different subsets. Yeah. And so, for example, if I've had people in my family pass away, right? So uh, a lot, right? And so therefore, the way I may deal with it, people may say, well, why didn't you cry? You're an asshole because you didn't cry. And I'm like, that's because you never lost nobody, right? And so mm -hmm. therefore, if you never lost nobody, your level of your culture thinking is like, this is the saddest day ever. But if you grew up in a trauma intense unit, mm. some shit just won't be as tough phase you for you. As much, yeah, yeah. You've you've been hardened to a certain level, right? And so I think that that's a hard thing as well. And I I would hope that you know our family, our extended family, Bachelor Nation, in on you know, any show realizes that, right? I think that's a really good point. I haven't really thought about that before because I think oftentimes we pin people and be like, they didn't seem like they were really that sad when they left. Maybe they weren't that into them. Uh, and yeah, you're right. It's just a variety of experience that's going to give you a different reaction to different things. So that's all it is. So, like, I remember somebody said I should not be the bachelor because I was. I think Wells Adams said it. I'm, I call out people. You feel me? I like I Wells. <laughs> I, I actually love Wells, but I think Wells said I don't think Mike is ready to be the bachelor because he wasn't emotional enough. And I thought that was a f and bs, right? And um, and we're good, but. I, for me, I'm thinking, bro, I cry about real stuff. And, you know, like, <laughs> like I'm sorry I didn't, like, fall in love. Yeah. And I'm, I look like I'm not, I'm not about to cry because <laughs> you feel me? No, yes. it's, no it's so, it's so yes. real. And yes. it's so, like, yes. That makes 100% like, complete sense. Like, I'm not, like, I ain't going, no diss, but to the girls that's crying, like, on first night, I don't, I would never even want to date you in the first place. Like, I'm sorry, man. Like, what you crying? You don't even know me. Like, I'm just some dude. You don't even know what I. What's my favorite drink? Come on, do you know? 
What you crying on the for, rocks, baby? honey? <laughs> we know. Check. We go. <laughs> Check. <laughs> Check. <laughs> no, like, it's that. Yeah, that's so true. Yeah, it's just different culture upbringing, right? That's how it is. Well, some, if you're being real, sometimes I feel a little suspicious of the people that are like a blubbering mess. I'm like, yeah. are you turning on the tears right now? What's going on? Are you vying to be the bachelorette? What's happening here? But I think it's yeah, good to have a little bit of that skepticism. That's just, it's just crazy. Or like, I'm not going to force myself to like someone uh, just to stay longer, right? Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, you know, I wanted the show truly to find love. And I've, after the show, I've learned from the homies because I didn't remember. I didn't know the show. I didn't know how big the show was uh, until week four. When like, it was like a thousand girls. JPJ, Mike, Tyler. It was crazy. <laughs> and then I started to realize, oh, it's like colossal. Right. Yeah. Um, so appreciative for it. And so for me, I was like, yeah, I got an opportunity to find love in this form. I tried dating apps, tried, you know, San Antonio, tried blind dates. I'm like. Why not try this, right? And so that's what it was for me, just to find love. I'm not trying to, if I don't like you, I don't like you, and I'm not going to cry over you. Yeah. All right, Brad. So one silver lining of the last few months has been seeing how many people have shifted into entrepreneurial endeavors to support themselves. People are so incredible and so smart. Um, And how there's been such a big shift to also support small businesses amidst such a period of uncertainty. It really brought me a lot of joy to see how creative and supportive people can be, especially the broad squad. I'm seeing all you out there. Um, And if you are a small business or you're wanting to start a small business, I want to tell you about something that's helped us tremendously when turning chatty broads from an idea into a reality. And that, my broads, is stamps. Stamps.com has been so helpful for us and thousands of other small businesses because whether you're sending out tax forms or product orders, you can do it all right from the comfort of your own home. Uh, I personally use Stamps.com recently to send in tax forms something I dread doing every year. Um, And it was the easiest it's ever been. With Stamps.com, you can do anything that you would do at the post office from your home, which is very convenient right now, like printing official U.S. postage with discounts that you can't even get at the post office, five cents off every stamp and up to 62% off USPS and UPS shipping rates. It's amazing. Uh, as a small business owner, those cents add up, trust and believe. Uh, plus, you're saving time because you won't spend a second more waiting in lines at the post office. And we all know time is money. Uh, Stamps.com is really a no-brainer. Right now, our listeners get a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a digital scale, which I love, uh, without any long-term commitment. Just go to stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage, and type in chatty. That's stamps.com and type in code chatty. Okay, does anyone else remember in high school counting down the days until you never had to go to class again and putting off assignments and readings because, ugh, teenage angst, am I right? Well, as a almost 32-year-old woman, looking back at those moments now, I could just kick myself because the ability to learn new things is one of the best things in life. It is one of life's greatest gifts, and I miss it so much as an adult. And as adults, we just don't get those chances as often as we did as kids. Uh, But lately, with all this time at home, I have had that opportunity once again, and I am living for it. I am loving my Skillshare membership because it brings back the opportunity to learn new things and 
it's just been such an amazing thing. It's super empowering too. Um, if you're not familiar with Skillshare, it's an online learning community with thousands of inspiring classes for creative and curious people. You can explore new skills, deepen existing passions, or even just get lost in creativity. Um, there's a class that I am so wanting to take called iPhone videography, uh, shoot and edit using your iPhone because I miss the art of home videos. I really want to have like long form videos to pass down to Ember that they can look back at when they're older. And uh, I think this class is going to help me do that in a way that doesn't have me confused and frustrated. Um, and if videography isn't your thing, it's all good. Skillshare has thousands of classes and categories like graphic design, animation, entrepreneurship, uh, photography, and so many more for just $10 a month. It is a steal compared to in-person classes, which we can't even do right now, and workshops. And you can do the classes at your own pace this way when they fit with your schedule from your home. It's creativity customized. Explore your creativity and get two free months of premium membership at Skillshare.com slash chatty. That's two whole months of unlimited access to thousands of classes for free. Uh, get started today by heading to Skillshare.com slash chatty. Again, that's two free months of unlimited access to thousands of classes at Skillshare.com slash chatty. Did you have an idea when Hannah when you and Hannah broke up that it was coming or were you kind of like blindsided? No, I think, I think the last, I would say probably the last eight of us guys knew she wanted jet. Really? That's how I, I feel. I hear this a lot. Like yeah. I, I remember people from Nick's season. I don't know. I've heard a lot of people from other seasons be like, Oh yeah, we all knew that they were into the final, this person. Yeah. I mean, it's hard for a lead to like it. I mean, I think a bunch of us guys in our season were great. I really do. Uh, but it's hard for a lead to be like, I'm all into you, but I'm going to still try this sauce out for a little sure. bit. Right. Mm -hmm. it, it has to be a hard thing. But I mean, if I bet on it, I'm going to say, I'm sure she likes Jet. Right. Yeah. And that was that was that was my bet. I mean, even when she went on Ellen DeGeneres, you know, Ellen asked her, she showed her a bunch of guys, like Michael B. Jordan, uh uh like a bunch of guys. Uh yes. old dude from uh old dude from uh well, Lady Gaga, Bradley Cooper. Oh, yeah. Um she showed her a bunch of guys and she chose Bradley Cooper, who's a guitar player. He got the little look like he had the shower in like two days, yeah. you know that look. <laughs> That's Jet. And so, you know, that's what she likes. She likes muscular, uh, stocky guys, you know? You know what? I forgot about Jet. And so when I was talking about the villain earlier, I wasn't even thinking about Jet in my head, if that's who you were thinking of. I know. I, I always uh, forget about Jed because I, it was like he was removed from Bachelor Nation as soon as everything went down. Yeah. What? Do you have any thoughts on that now? Like, did, Yeah, Definitely. I, I I speak on anything. It's crazy. I think that's what be getting me in trouble sometimes. Uh, uh, relatable. Like Mike, you should shut up right now, bro. Relatable. I know. Um, Who are we to talk about the Kanye's and Luke P's of the world, right? <laughs> I didn't. I didn't know Jed uh, had that extracurricular stuff going on. Uh, I really truly didn't. I don't, I don't think none of us knew. To be quite honest, mm -hmm. uh, afterwards it was like that's fucked up. Mm. Uh, and since 
Uh, I am cool with Jet. I feel that we all talk about acceptance and forgiveness, but at the same time, we all are like, I don't want to forgive that person. Sure. Yeah. And and I'm just speaking facts, right? Yeah. And for people to come at Jet's like sister and mom, that kind of was annoying. I mean, because like we've lost people on our show from our season, right? And this is real people. It is perfectly fine to not like someone though, based on their actions. I'm not disputing that. But to come with someone else outside of that person is that's kind of messed up. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I was annoyed for sure. I was like, that's 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 messed up, bro. Yeah, I, I completely, completely spaced on that as well when we were talking. And I just, you know, I always think that to me, the final the final two were always like, well, it was, it was Tyler and Pete. It was Tyler and Pete. Totally. Um, OK, question. Speaking of. Uh, Tyler, I'm now thinking of Matt James. Let's talk about you being The Bachelor. So let's do it. Was we, that anything? I love. We, we were the shout- meme, by the way. We were off. This the creator, <laughs> the creator I of the viral the meme. meme. I <laughs> love the meme. I should have put the freaking watermark on it. <laughs> oh well. Uh, yeah. Was that ever actually on the table? Um, we had conversations definitely. So in Peter season or. Part of Peter, Peter being the bachelor, it was definitely discussed. You know, I met up with him, flew out there, had the conversations. Um, obviously, they chose Peter. This year, I don't know what they did, uh, but they chose the person that they feel is best. Was that, I mean, I know obviously you're, you all are friends, but was that upsetting to you when you're like, hey, we're, there's so many of us screaming from the rooftops, we want Mike Johnson. I can be friends with someone and still speak my mind. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I just talked to Matt like two days ago. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it's, it sucks when you are the popular vote two years in a row. Mm-hmm. And it make a part of it makes you question yourself. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, yo, this is like my book. I'm, I'm having to go through it myself right now. Parts of my book, right, that I talk about. And it's like... For me, it was more so how did Matt go from being a contestant to being the lead? Right. To me, that's what I was like, damn, where they do that at? Yeah, I think we're all wondering that. (laughs) And so I think, I mean, the timing of it Mm -hmm. uh, was peculiar to me. The, sure. It was a lot of things I was like, okay. Yeah, I mean, I think but, Rachel said it best, like she always does. She was basically like when they announced Matt James, which was what wasn't wasn't it still in June? I think it was still in June when yes. they announced it. Yes. In the wake of everything that was happening in June, it's like yeah, we're having a Black Bachelor. Rachel said something was, like this. She just feels like slapping it on to like I don't know, make people shut up. I don't remember what she said eloquently, but it, it definitely had that vibe. 100% had that vibe. And that's not even Matt's fault, but no. to speak on, on it, that's what that's what it was, period, right? Uh, that's exactly what it was. Mm-hmm. We were, we had, I love my extended family, Bachelor Nation, 100, love y'all. Mm-hmm. And for them to slap that, you know, slap, I hate to say it in this term, but to put a black man 
in that time frame when it's it's not never shown. Like we're still talking about Claire at the time, right? Yeah, yeah. So it was it was messed up for Claire, you know, messed up to Claire, and then it was messed up quite honestly to the audience. Like that was kind of rude how y'all did us, right? And now, I mean, just the whole the whole, whole way that it was marketed, where they had a show Tyler. And this is this is Matt's show right now. Yeah. But they want to make sure that we saw all of his friends and that we saw we made sure they made sure that we saw his mom. Um, there are things that I would talk about with the homies that that make things really peculiar. Mm-hmm. I'll say it like that. I'll definitely say it like that. Mm. Like I can you know, this is real talk. If I post pictures of my family. uh I'm, I'm going to do it today when we get off the phone. Watch, watch my, I'm going to post a couple live uh, pictures and it doesn't look like nothing any other Bachelor mm. alum would, that has, right? And I'll get zero looks at it. But if I had maybe a white mom, it might look different. Mm. Or if all, for the majority, I was, I, I seem more like I'm a Bachelor person, right? I don't come from that world. And so it, it just seemed, it, it seemed like a very good choice for the bachelors, a but also choice. Matt, Matt is also a very good guy. Yeah, and so like, I'm not. Yeah. What's up? I'm sorry. I keep interrupting you when you're still saying more. No, I like it. <laughs> no, I, I was just going to say what, like, so have you hung out with Matt? Like, what can you tell us about what kind yeah. of person he is? Matt is. Because this is a crazy thing. Us viewers have no fucking idea who this guy is besides Tyler's best friend. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Matt is, he's more than Tyler's best friend. <laughs> Definitely so. Matt is someone that is humble. Matt is someone that, and I'm talking about from experience of knowing Matt, Matt is someone that is competitive. Like, you know, works out like crazy. Matt is someone that is fun. And Matt is someone that is. He's never been in love, but he definitely wants to be in love. And Matt is he's a fun-loving guy, to be honest. I mean, that's how I describe him. Yeah. I mean, from everything that I've seen, I'm, sh- I'm sure it's going to be a great season. Um, no, it will but- be the best season ever. You can't have the first Black Bachelor and not make it good. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be the best. Do you think he's serious about finding a wife right now? This is the only question I had because it's a, the only thing that makes me a little bit like, eh, I don't know how I feel about it. Just seeing, you know, Tyler coming off of his season and like dating or, you know, your season, like dating Gigi and seeing them like party with the Kardashians. And like even right now, like out at a party during COVID, it's like, do you think Matt seriously wants to find a wife right now? From my conversation that I had with him, like legit two days ago, he does. Good to know. Good to know. Yeah, he does. Yeah, I think it's it. I think it's going to be a great season. Like you said, it's going to have to be the best. But it's it was definitely one of those things where as a audience, as part of the audience, and also obviously as a an advocate for always wanting Mike Johnson to be the bachelor, it felt it felt very much like, okay, this I don't like this. I don't like this move producers because you had, you had who the audience was asking for. Um, did when, yeah. when, when they were initially talking with you and uh, then Pete was chosen, 
do they give you a reason at all or do they just say it's just a pass? No, there's no, it was no reason whatsoever. Uh, no, I, I, I have no idea why I would have liked to know, yeah. but at the same time, I refuse to allow my mind to worry about things that are outside of my control. Well, also some of these choices are like, yes, they're also calculated, but sometimes they're kind of convoluted. Like, I mean, where the hell did choosing Claire as the bachelorette come out of? For instance, you know, it's like, I don't think you can put too much thought behind it when you have like, you know, Hannah, Ann and Madison, hugely popular fan favorites coming off of Pete's season. And then they put in Claire, who what it was, Mm -hmm. she was first on the show, like six, seven years ago. I don't even know how long it's like, you really can't put too much thought into what it says about you as a person, because it more just says about like what random off the cuff decisions they make as a show. Facts, facts. I mean, there are the people that are the decision makers. I have no idea why they do what they do, except for it's working. (laughs) That's that's it. It's working. They they I mean, they've been doing it 20 years, right? So, I mean, they know despite how we may feel. This is like one of the funniest things, right? This goes way bigger than the Bachelor franchise. It goes with everything in life. People need to realize there are, no matter what the decision makers do, they have to listen to the consumer. Mm-hmm. They have to. It's mandatory, right? Mm-hmm. And so, and that's because money is the bottom line. And if consumers are pissed off and they flee, then they get the producers get no money. So therefore they can't reproduce. Right. Yeah. So therefore if people are really pissed off about something, that's all people have to do. Yeah. Right. But we love it too much. You know, <laughs> we keep, it's like, an, we keep, we keep back. coming back for more. Exactly. Like, exactly. So abusive that's, that's why I us. say they know what they're doing. Yeah. Well, would you ever, if they ever asked to come back on the franchise in any way, would you ever say yes? Or are you done? Um, <clears throat> I mean, First thing I always say is, if I'm single, you know, because I'm, I'm not, if, hell, if I'm in love, I ain't about to break up with nobody going to show. Mm-hmm. Uh, then I would say, I don't see myself going to paradise ever again. Really? Yeah. I'll say that. Even if right now they're going to ask you to join in on La Quinta and whatever <laughs> the fuck's going on over there, while showing up with his bar cart, you wouldn't? No, not right now. No. So was no. that not a positive experience for you? Um, I w- Bachelor in Paradise is just not, it's not the move for me right now. Mm. If they said, we want you to be the bachelor. Um, we we go back to the drawing board, who, you know, have discussions about that. Yeah. We'll do that. Hmm. Do you have a crush on anyone in that's Bachelor it. Nation right now? That's it. There's a lot of cuties in Bachelor Nation. <laughs> okay, someone is holding a gun to your head, and you have to pick a uh, you have to pick a wife from Bachelor Nation right now. Who are you picking? You have to. It's life know. or death. <laughs> you have to pick someone. Um, it's a lot of cuties on Bachelor Nation. Yes, who do you pick? You're not with Evan. It's life or death. Who are you picking to be your husband from Bachelor Nation? Yes. Obviously, Mike. <laughs> Edit this part out. <laughs> yeah. um, okay, okay. Let's see. Um, from Bachelor Nation, 
Oh gosh, I'm, I all of a sudden blank on. I mean, five, four. <laughs> Speaking of well, Wells, probably. Okay. Well, there you Wells. go. There you go. He yeah. make you good drinks. Yeah. <laughs> and he'll make you laugh. Dude is he'll hilarious. Make, yeah, he's funny. He seems like a amazing. good time. I would say Wells. What about you? Ari. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, <laughs> you just start sobbing. Sorry. I'm okay. Um, I don't actually, I didn't watch any of Wells' season. And sometimes he annoys me on Bachelor in Paradise, actually. I don't know why you're going to talk about my husband like that, but go ahead. Um, <laughs> you know who I really liked? I don't know him very well, but this is the first person that comes to mind. Wills. Have you ever met Wills from Becca's season? Yeah, we were on Paradise together. That's right. He yeah. he was really, he always seemed really cool. I like him. Yeah, he's pretty dope. He's a, he's an eccentric. That's why I like him. Yeah, he was really funny. We played, Um, I went on an episode of Becca season, me and all the girls did, and we played, uh, what's that game? Mafia with cards. <laughs> oh, I love and that game. And he was super fun. You never played that? Never played that. Oh, it's we used so to play good. It, we used to play it on set of The Bachelor, like, all the time and i get super intense with it it's like a really intense game where i'll be like screaming at someone like you're lying you're the mafia anyway uh this is a segue so okay now you have to say i'll say this the person that if i would have to be locked up with someone in the room during quarantine to pass to pass the time only the past time. Oh, shit. I, I said a wife, that. but now you're suddenly <laughs> locked in a room in this sexy situation. <laughs> You've taken it to a different well, level. I'm trying to make my it. Man. I, if I had to have a best, if I had to have a friend oh. that would make me laugh, okay, I would say Demi. Okay. Okay. A friend who would make you laugh. Now, was that the same situation as locked in the room with that? No. <laughs> no. 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 <laughs> I'll probably go crazy with her ass. Okay. No, not like that. Okay, what about a wife? I have to know. I don't know their personalities. I would have to go on a couple of dates with them. All right, all right, all right, fair. Who is no, your favorite? I hate on- you, no, under, Who under, is no. your favorite on Pete season? This is the last question I'm going to ask about that. Um, I liked, I, I just, I like Kelly. I liked, um, uh, Peter had a whole bunch of cute girls on this season. I ain't gonna lie. He did. And I, I, I'm like, Peter, I've told him. I've texted him. I've called him. I'm like, bruh. <laughs> and he's like, bruh, I know. I had a hard time <laughs> He's choosing. like, I've slept with like five of them. <laughs> <laughs> Real shit. Though. When I start counting, I'm like, oh man. <laughs> what Ronald, Pete, Pete likes to have fun. Yes. I said, Pete likes to have <laughs> I mean, we heard Jack ratted him out on his season. Jack did rat Jack him is out. like, bro, you like to party. <laughs> you can't go with Maddie. You like to party. Pete does like to party. He, you know, does he? Was he super Mom, fun on Hannah's season? Yeah, there's things about Peter that like is real fun. Yeah, definitely so. <laughs> I love it. He was quiet. I ain't gonna front. Like the first few really? weeks, I know who the hell he was because he was just quiet. <laughs> Like, I didn't even know who Tyler was, like, the first two weeks, because Tyler was quiet. Huh. Uh, but then Tyler opened up. I was loud from day, literally day one. Like, who was one of your best one of the friends guys in came the first... Out the limo, I was, who were your favorites in the first couple weeks, like, uh, people you instantly jived with? Dustin, Connor, um, 
Jonathan, the, um, Matt, who he left like the first row ceremony. Um, I was cool with Cam until he tripped. Um, <laughs> There was never anyone quite like him on on the show. Cam is he's an original. He, he is, is definitely original. an original. Uh, I was cool. I was just cool with people because Cam will cook, and so obviously oh. I'm gonna gravitate towards that cooks. And Cam will wash dishes on his own, which oh. I respect. Cam for was the team fucking player. dishwasher still broken at the mansion because it was broken when I was there. Yes. Oh no! Yes, never we had to wash it. all the own dishes, and like I was not cool with the guys that would not wash their dishes. Like that's messed up, bro. No, you like, start learning it, about it. Was like, yeah, it was like eight of us that would wash dishes, and the other twenty or so guys would be like, "All right, that's some shit and you so go tell like, the lead lead about." That's where you go. I'm like, yeah, you don't want to be with him. <laughs> he doesn't wash dishes. You can't trust that's someone who doesn't wash dishes. Like, Hannah, I know you're looking for a husband. I got to tell you about these guys. They think they're living in a frat house That's right now. That's something you have to know. It yeah. is, though. It's actually real. You have to know that. Oh, I'm like, I don't care if you are coming like, in, you have a girlfriend. That's fine. We can work that out. But if you're a slob and you don't wash dishes, that's going to be a pass for me. Facts. I got to know. Can you imagine know. getting engaged to like, someone and you like... This is why I have to... Oh, no, go. I think that Zoom's kind of being funny. No, I'm listening. I'm listening. Oh, jeez. It's like I keep accidentally talking <laughs> over you. Broads, I'm not doing this on purpose. <laughs> um, no, I was just thinking, like, imagine if you get engaged to someone and you, like, go back to their apartment after getting fucking engaged to them after, like, six, eight weeks on the show, whatever, and they live in, like, a yeah. just, they have, like, four roommates. Yeah. It's, like, a three-bedroom house oh, and the, just the bathroom, you know? There's, like, just, like, hair yeah. everywhere. And oh, just scum. a nightmare. Like, imagine that. Ugh. You know what they should do? Like, instead of, well, in addition to a hometown date, they should be like, we're going to go to your house, like your your personal residence. Absolutely. And open, like, and just see what life looks like for that person. It should be a requirement. Be yeah, and then we'll see that how all be, these personal trainers are really living, you know? <laughs> personal trainers. Let's see how you're living. Entrepreneurs. <laughs> That's my favorite Let's see one. how you're living. <laughs> the entrepreneurs. I know. Oh, well, man. Mike, thank you so much. I mean, I can't believe that we finally got to talk with you and we could talk. I mean, I could talk with you for hours, yeah, hours and hours you'll have to come back on. You'll have to come back on. You'll have to recap. I an, would love please to. come on and recap an episode with us from this upcoming season. Yes. Or on Matt. We'll do. Yeah. We'll, do. On Matt's we'll make it happen. All right, we'll 100% make it happen. Well, plug away again and the book. All of it. Anything else? Making the love you want. I think it's the dopest title ever. I do Making like Making the it. love you want. It also sounds like an album title. Mm-hmm. <laughs> album title. Making the love you want. It sounds like D'Angelo. <laughs> D'Angelo. I'm going to put D voice on. What the hell am I doing? <laughs> During the audiobook. When you record the audiobook, you know? <laughs> yes. 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 Making the love you want. October 2nd. Available everywhere on Amazon.com or MikeJohnsonSmile.com. Oh, Mike, there we go. Broads, get on it. Love you, Mike. Broads, and with that, we'll chat soon. Chat soon. (laughs) 
With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply.